Hi, I'm Tay. And I'm Emily. And this is Raised on Reality. A comedy rewatch podcast where two friends talk and snark. Mostly snark. About the reality shows that raised us. This is United Bates of America, Episode 6, Bates and Duggar Reunion. Welcome back to Episode 9 of Raised on Reality. Yes, this was a very special episode because it's when our two favorites cross over. The Bates and the Duggars have a little reunion. Mm-hmm. Big families collide. Not that episode, but <laughs> same thing. It was that episode. It, pretty well, much. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this was Duggar and Bates reunion. It's very, uh, really creative title for the episode yeah so grab your mint juleps today's the Kentucky Derby so grab a bourbon drink and yes because we're gonna get down and dirty with the duck well that sounds weird mm-hmm. but the Duggars will be featured in this episode okay Emily so what did you think of this episode I mean it's always fun to watch them pack and go to a trip and leave their house it's always exciting yeah but oh. I was I was kind of hoping for you know, some more real conversations and not just like, oh, the Duggars are so nice and this family's so nice. Like, I wanted to hear the kids talk. Like, what do they talk about? What games I know. do they play? I mean, it's constant word salad. Mm-hmm. When they're, or not even word salad, just like descriptive. Like Scott said, we did this thing and it was cool because we did this and that was really neat. And it was great because we got to do it. Yep. Yes. But this time it's the Duggars are with us. <laughs> And uh, the people that we can relate to, which is kind of sad. Yeah. So it's big sandy day, which is what I call fundy mating season. Oh, yeah. No, it's like not even mating season. It's like just the season, like Bridgerton, like the social season where they yeah. all go to get make their matches. And it's the and scout. Oh, it's the event of the year. It really is. It's wild because, I mean, we've both seen a lot of these types of episodes over and over and it never looks exciting no but to them I mean they get to leave the house Mm -hmm. and they don't get a lot of time to spend time with friends it's like oh my gosh kids who aren't in my family like right is new to me and I don't get this very often so exactly well they call it the homeschool conference but I don't know why they don't call it like the Bill Gothard convention which is what it really is yeah yeah, because homeschooling is not like it's only like a fraction of what he right. preaches. But I mean, it's just probably it's all the people that homeschool. I wonder if anybody there doesn't homeschool. I don't think so. I think they all yeah. use the same homeschool curriculum. Yeah, but you're right. That's only a fraction of what this conference is. Like it's it's kind of like a family camp. You know, they have things for adults and kids of all ages. But like and, family camp without the camp. Yeah, it's it's all about the IBLB and indoctrinating children and teaching Bible verses. I do wonder though, if Bill Gothard attends these events and he speaks at them. Um, I'm sure he used to. I doubt he, Mm. I doubt he does. I doubt he would do it anymore. Okay. But I think a lot of families now go just to see the Duggars and the Bates. True. IBLP royalty. Actually like this past two weeks or so, they uh, had their, 2023 conference which shockingly it is still happening not shockingly like obviously they're still gonna have something 
but it's like who even goes anymore like what what's the fun in it like that is the, pretty shocking because like I doubt any of the kids go like married kids Mm-mm. I think they all kind of got out or like they were like the homeschooling conference served its purpose I found mm-hmm. my mate out well yeah like if I if I'm already married you know what's the point well apparently it's homeschooling schooling so that's the point mm. if you have kids also yeah. Gil spoke did you watch any of those a little bit yeah he's one of those people I could definitely see how a lot of people will really fall for him and follow exactly what he's saying I could definitely see it yeah he's very convincing he's not a bad speaker mm-hmm. also um did you see Jill Rodriguez posted like Haley and whatever her husband's name is with a box of with like a pink and a blue bow and it's like gender reveal coming soon and then it was like crickets because <laughs> it sounded like it was going to be like okay like in the next couple of hours or like it was going to happen and then she posted it because why wouldn't she that's her life's purpose right <clears throat> what do you so, think about gender reveals do you think like, um they're just the new normal or yeah kind of I think um, it's really stupid when people try to like do really exciting ones but I think if you can do a really creative one that's fun yeah I would do a like a creative like I saw that these two couples do it on Halloween so they like open a pumpkin and like pull out pink or blue streamers or something that's would, cute yeah I would do something like that get a picture but I wouldn't be like flying planes for it or I know and <laughs> I also I hate cakes like gender yeah. reveal cakes you okay. have to cut into it and then you can see the frosting like what's the point mm-hmm. um unless you do like I always think Josh and Anna like unfortunately we have to talk about them but um <laughs> they did a really good one when they were on like today's show for McKinsey's mm-hmm. and Josh like cut that corner so mm-hmm. they didn't have to do that that was really smart uh, shocker he did something smart wait what did he do remember when they had that cake for McKinsey's gender yeah. reveal he cut yeah. the corner so he just like cut like the little corner piece and it just fell over Mm. and he didn't have to cut it and then cut it again you know the other way to make a piece because that's what makes me so mad is that people like can see the frosting which is like not a big deal but I'm like I need the reveal like it's a reveal yeah that is like like the only only the person cutting it is like (gasps) oh yeah and like drag it out I mean I'm not against them yeah I don't know what about you I'm not against them I definitely think a lot of people take them way too far well yeah I personally would probably just find out in the doctor's office and tell people and move on with my life. (laughs) That's what my parents did for Annie. They did it Mm -hmm. in the doctor's office. And then they came and picked us up from our grandparents and they had like balloons. Oh, yeah, it was cute. cute. It's it's really cute to do it for older siblings. Like, yeah, have them like do something like a scavenger hunt to find out or like something cute for them. I do. Okay. I will say I do like when people involve their dogs, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, if they have a party, like the person will, that knows will, like wrap a bow or something around a dog and then mm-hmm. they'll like let them out cute. and the dog. And it's always really cute because the dog is so excited because everybody else is excited. <laughs> I think those are really cute, but that is really cute. I mean, I still, I still talk about Dutch. So Dutch is Katie, uh, Taylor's sister's dog. And we it's went her to child. Yes. And we went to Dutch's birthday party. Case in it, point. It was what? His third birthday? I think so. And that dog has way more friends than I do. And it was such a fun party. People are like, why do you have parties for, you know, toddlers or dogs? Like they're not going to remember. It's like, that's not the point. No, I had fun. 
I know. It's like the point is <laughs> that us. you have a party. Yeah. That's uh, I remember where I told Emily about this podcast. Yeah. When it was just an idea. And like the next, like that Monday, she texted me like all this stuff. And I was like, oh, it's happening. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. I was hoping Emily was going to do it. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's where it kind of like came together. Yes. At a dog's but, birthday party. <sighs> Iconic. That's very <laughs> appropriate for me. I don't know about you. I love it. That no, that was a really fun party. Again, that dog has that dog has way more friends than I do. I was kind of jealous. Yeah. So we still don't know what uh, and Kaylee is having. And I say and Kaylee because that's a little inside joke because I guess she's kind of always the afterthought in Jill's posts. Mm. So we still don't know what Kaylee's baby is going to be. Well, which I mean, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't exciting enough. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's like waiting on the edge of their seat. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. As I make it a point to mention this in the podcast. Um, but, did you yeah. did you watch the season premiere of Mama June last night? No, because you didn't, didn't miss it. You didn't miss anything exciting. I, I didn't like learn any more information that I didn't already know. Like she's still married to that toothless guy, and he just I got saw her family. wedding. Yeah, he just got out of jail and they did like a courthouse wedding, but then she wanted to do a real wedding and it's just been a train wreck and all of her daughters are still infuriated with her, rightfully so. They say that and then they all hang out and... I think like producers make them. They're like, all right, so for this wedding, like you all need to be involved and... Right, but I mean like, uh, because they've been really going hard on like TikTok lives recently. Um, together. I don't know. Well, it's like all they do is talk about how I thought Pumpkin, is that who was taking care of Alana? Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. the one I like. But now people are like, well, I say people like, I don't follow their Reddits, but like they'll come up because it's kind mm-hmm. of relevant to stuff I do follow. So it just seems like, I don't know. I just, I don't know ever where they stand. Because for a minute, I thought it was just like Pumpkin and her husband that, and I really like, seemed to like them. and. Mm-hmm. They seem to be really great people and like protecting Alana. And then all of a sudden it's like Alana's back with June and she's a mess. Why are people mad at Pumpkin? I don't know if people are. I'm just, I just, oh. it, I don't know. It's just confusing. I think I did say something that like people were annoyed that on Instagram and stuff, Pumpkin was like begging for money basically. Well, that's like, probably why. Like, send me $15 and I'll say happy birthday to you. Or, like, send me $20 and I'll like your comment. But it's like, I'm sorry. Did you ever, was there ever a time when you expected them to have class? Right. They never said that, you know, they never put upon. Uh, Yeah. I don't think she means to be malicious. I think she. That's not, well, I mean, I don't agree with it, but I don't think that's malicious. I think that's just her not having tact. Right. I don't don't think she means it to to be. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, they never had excellent social skills and manners, so you don't expect it, but I don't think she means it like to be malicious. I think she just doesn't know any better. And she did step up and take care of Alana. So, mm-hmm. you know, do you give her credit for that? We will be covering some episodes of either Here Comes Honey Boo Boo or one of the 16 shows Mama June has had since Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Which is why, mostly why I don't watch is because I can't keep up. Yeah. Because they are the type of people, like I'm, like we're literally talking about right now, where it's like one minute they hate Mama June and like don't talk to her. And then the next, Alana's back at her house. Yeah, like, you never acting really like know. nothing's wrong. 
you never really know with shows right because they're not careful at all about what they post so that's shocking yeah (laughs) so you never really know like it's almost like you're watching it years in the past because they already posted everything that happens and you already know everything it's like sister wives well it used to be they would film and then like you would see it like six years later but (laughs) well no but like ever since they moved to Lagstaff where they live now while most of them do when they all first moved there it kind of uh sped up a little bit yeah all right so shall we get into the episode yes it's a good one (laughs) so we open with um they're all on the couch all the bases are on the couch Kelly's talking about packing for Big Sandy. Mm-hmm. Celebrate good times. Come on. Anyway, uh, I counted. I saw a Chick-fil-A cup. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's funny because the last time I saw a Chick-fil-A cup, it was in the first 30 seconds of the episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's um, probably always one around. I feel like we should start like a Chick-fil-A cup and a like a Chick-fil-A cup count and account for how many times Michael's holding a baby because make it a drinking he's rarely game. without a baby mm-hmm. so yeah, a drinking game yeah so again they're going to big sandy homeschool conference aka the iblp conference aka the institute of basic life principles aka bill gothard's cult aka i mean i could go on yeah they say like aaron's like explaining it and then there's like little girls and carlin says it's like a big family reunion it's like, okay, well, you're not related to anybody, and you already had a family reunion. We watched it when you went to the farm. I don't think she knows what a family reunion is. I think she thinks that's like two families coming together as a family mm-hmm. reunion. It is nice that they have good relationships with them. Unfortunately, it is the Duggars. Yes. <laughs> and this episode really just showcase. I mean, because I'm just going to say this is going to be me beating a dead horse over and over and over, like a broken record, about how many instances Kelly and Gil are just light years ahead of Jim Bob and Michelle as parents 100 percent when I was first introduced to Aaron Bates though it was on it wasn't her wedding episode of the Duggars but it was when they went to visit them they that's when they gave Aaron the book and like everything everything and that was her wedding um oh it was when the girls like took that little camping trip oh Oh, that was like before the wedding yeah yeah that was when I like was kind of first introduced to Aaron Bates. So I only ever really knew her as engaged Chad, married to Chad. So it was kind of weird to see her like single and see that play out. I feel like this whole time she was just talking. I feel like she was in her talking stages with Chad. Yeah. Like now we know it's very obvious to like look back at it. Yes, for sure. Also, it was like interesting to see. It's just so funny how Kaylee, Katie and Josie in this episode look like they're little young ladies I mean they're so cute but it's just so wild because now they're married with kids I know I think it's wild because I'm not and I'm well, they did get married pretty young they did but and I'm yeah not exactly their age but yeah they were like the little kid section of the family I know like I was watching bringing up Bates last night and Zach was saying like they're talking about Alyssa and he's like I always considered her the little kids Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, she was not, no. <laughs> I mean, I get it. But I was like, I never did. I never did either. I mean, I knew she was like, she's like, the, what, the third oldest girl? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, because it goes, it's like Zach, Michael, Aaron, Lawson, Nathan, which I always thought it was Nathan Lawson, but I think it's Lawson, uh-huh. Nathan, and then Alyssa. Alyssa. Mm-hmm. She yeah. looks, she's very yeah. mature though. So she's number six. I, no, I'm having a moment. I'm having a blonde moment. Get the cookbook out. <laughs> okay. Zach, Michael, Michael Aaron. Aaron. Okay, six. Okay, yeah, she's six. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> anyway. Tori also was like they showed her on the couch she was like hugging Gil which sounds odd but I mean it was fine she was just sitting with Gil and she looked just like Kelly with yeah. she had like a ponytail like a loose ponytail and like no make well not that she wears makeup anyway but she kind of had like you know how Kelly has more freckles yeah and the kids are all like Gil's like tan face mm-hmm. and everything in that little like spot she looks a lot like Kelly yeah, Tori does look like Kelly. Mm-hmm. I mean, she really does. Her and um, Michael and then some of the younger girls really favor her. Yeah. And sometimes Carlin in the right lighting. They all look pretty different, though. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, it's mind-boggling, but also annoying because they're so different. And yet they're all so stunning. They are. Like, in their own way. It's not fair. I know. They all, each of them looked really different. And yet they're all like supermodel stunning. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not supermodel, but I mean, I mean, they don't, they don't be- it does not take them a lot to look gorgeous. Yeah. And they all have really good hair, except Erin ruins hers. I know she could have good hair if she didn't. No, she makes I it look those. like a horse's mane. Yeah. Those Bill Gothard girls. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So they start packing. Mm-hmm. And they're all like explaining the packing. And it's again, like really refreshing to see. Kelly and Gil kind of spearheading. Well, Kelly more, more so than Gil, but Gil's there for support. Mm-hmm. But her and Michael are really spearheading the packing. Kelly does say, like, Michael uh, has appointed herself as in mm-hmm. charge, which is so, funny. like, again, this is her choice. Yes. And again, it's like she probably didn't need to be doing that. However, they're probably, she was like, probably, she was probably like, y'all are doing it wrong. Let me well, do that it. too. <laughs> yeah. But again, they also say like, you know, we let all the kids, we tell all the kids to pack what they need and bring it down so we can check it. Obviously not like the little, little kids, but like, again, once again, that's better than the Duggars can say. Yeah. Cause like <clears throat> what Jill and our Jessa and Ginger Jessa just did absolutely all of it. That's another thing that I'm like, I wonder if they like chose that really specifically. So like, I can imagine how long it takes them to, you know, organize something like that it probably takes a good week or so so that's probably Mm -hmm. their privacy is just getting to do that and focus on that and not have to do anything else true they probably thought they hit the jackpot with that jurisdiction like oh sweet I only have to do it when we go on trips Mm -hmm. but yeah but also like as much as they're like really impressing me with how much they are all doing and contributing for packing like, what the hell? It is the night before. <laughs> like, that stressed me out. I know. And Carlin was like, casually, like, yeah, we got about nine more loads of laundry. Yeah. The next yeah, day. Kelly so like, first, Kelly's like, hopefully we we'll leave sometime around four o'clock tomorrow, but it'll probably be late. And then we're probably going to be up till like three or four in the morning, which they were, meaning her, Michael, maybe Gil, like organizing things and putting things away and. But yeah, so like then they cut to the next day and they're all just piddling around the house, like packing. Like, again, you don't have school. 
Like you don't have, oh my, it just drives me nuts. Like I try to understand, but also it's just like, you had so much time. 23 hours straight of packing. Yeah, literally. I would be like, we need to start packing for next year's conference tonight. Uh Yeah, you would think after probably what, 20 years of going to this? Right. They'd have a system. Bunch of procrastinators. Mm -hmm. So they say like, we're going to drive to Nashville and then stay in a hotel and then leave from there. And I guess that's fine because Nashville's three hours away from them and nine hours from Big Sandy. So that kind of makes sense, I guess. But I'm like, I feel like you could leave earlier and go further, but whatever. I think so. Oh, definitely. I don't know if that was even their plan at first. Right. Eventually they were like, "Eh, we're going to have to stop in Nashville. Mm -hmm. We have children sleeping on the dining room table. Oh, yeah. I know. They're so focused on doing all, getting all this done that they cut. She's like, Gail, they look so pitiful. Put them to bed. I'm like, yeah, Gail, step it up. But I'm just kidding. But like, it was so sweet. I mean, cute, but also like pathetic. I know. For Isaiah, it was like literally on the hard wooden dining table past. Uh They were past the hell out. (laughs) And also Gil was such a mood when he was sitting with his head in his his hands. Yeah. Like, why again did I choose to have 19 kids? Yeah. Regretting all of his decisions. Yeah. I mean, like, you just never know the background. I want to know, like, what they were doing this week prior. Like, why did they not have anything prepared? Good question. Maybe, like, they started to and then they were like, ah, like... We got to do another little laundry. We got to use all these toothbrushes. So we can't really pack it now. Yeah. I mean, when I pack, you know, I try, if I try to pack early, it's hard because you want to get all your cute clothes and stuff, but then you also yeah. want to wear them. Right. So I understand sure, that. Like, but all your laundry is completely done. Like you're not going to. But for this, it sounded like they had a lot of coordinated, like planned outfits. So. Why did they have to clean so much? I mean, I understand, but it's just like, it doesn't sound like you needed to have done that much laundry and they don't seem like everyday clothes. Yes. It's there. It's like, realistically, you just needed your little uniform and a couple pairs of pajamas. Probably. But whatever, whatever. I'll never understand. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. They're starting to load everything up. It's pitch black, like middle of the night. Oh yeah. She's like, so we got to lunch and we're thinking, yeah, it'll probably be around four o'clock. And then four o'clock rolled around. We're like, yeah, it's going to be supper. And then supper rolled around. And we're just like, forget it. It's like, I don't think you really had any discipline or plan in the first place, but okay. <laughs> I would be so stressed out. Yeah. yeah they, they pull out at 10.05. Yeah. And at that point I'm like, has Michael, please tell me she slept a little bit, like took a nap. She needs and a glass of wine and a bath. Immediately. Stat. Oh, and she was like also saying, Michael was explaining they needed an outfit for day one at the hotel, day two at the hotel. And I was like, how, I don't, that didn't make sense to me because first of all, you're wearing, unless like you're smart and you lay out what you're going to wear that day that you travel, but it's like, they didn't travel till 10 (laughs) o'clock at night. So there's no point in that. You're just going to wear what you wear. And when they're at the hotel, when they finally get to this hotel, later on they sleep in their clothes yeah which I'm not I'm not shaming that like that's obviously a smart thing to do so you can just get up and go but that's like three outfits that you didn't need that's true maybe they were like well we'll we'll save them for emergencies or something yeah I guess but they said they have 126 outfits 42 pairs of shoes and seven undies a piece so do the math yep and I assume some socks 
Yeah. And and Michael's sewing machine. Oh, yeah. They're all packed up and it shows him like sitting in and getting buckled up and everything. And she's sitting with her whole ass laundry laundry machine, <laughs> sewing machine <laughs> on her lap. Like she's not, I mean, can it not sit on the floor like by your feet? I don't know. I was confused because it's not like she's going to sew anything on the ride. Like that's dangerous. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like <laughs> nothing made sense. Not like no. none of this. I can't justify any of this. This is. It was a hot mess. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we got 50 bags packed up, which looked like a whole lot more than 50 bags, but whatever. Yeah. And of course, instead of, you know, all riding together and getting each other turns at the wheel, Zach and that says Nathan, but I would assume a couple other the guys were um, behind them in something, another car with the trailer. So. But then Gil has to rest his eyes and. Behind the fucking wheel. Behind the wheel. He doesn't even pull over. He says, I got to the stoplight. No, get oh, off no. the exit to the stoplight. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know At what this happened. Point, I'm, that's when I'm like, Kelly, you can drive this. Like, come on. I know. I don't know why she didn't. That's one. Okay. <laughs> this is like not a scoreboard thing, but like that's one point for the Duggars because they can actually safely switch drivers. True. And to I my know. knowledge, that's this has never happened. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing. If he like pulled over and didn't use a blinker or something or Mm -hmm. break too soon, but. I don't know because I understand like, so what happens is he says he gets kind of sleepy. No shit. You're up for 24 hours um, and he doesn't pull over. He says he's going to rest his eyes or stretch his legs, but as mentioned pulling over, he says he came to a stop, like at a stoplight. And then he has this whole like confusing explanation of the light being red or something like that. I don't understand because I guess it was also just him trying to justify stopping. I don't know. Anyway, this whole thing ends up with Zach being behind them. Zach rear-ended them. Yeah. Which, you know, maybe that bus doesn't have brake lights. I'm sure it does because like they're not, they can't be that stupid and reckless, but. I think like like, he like didn't use a blinker or something. None of it made real any sense. But anyway, they show him stopped and you see them get hit. And Kelly truly just literally, no pun intended, throws Zach under the bus because they're like, oh, I think somebody hit us. And you can hear her in the back going, it was Zach. It, it was Zach. It's Zach. All the girls were like screaming this. Yeah, which I can't blame them, but I would have been annoyed, but also that would have been me. Yeah. Um, well, like, yeah. watching this, I was like, those bitches but then I'd be like I would have been the worst (laughs) they were very dramatic and then they were laughing about it later and they they were like yeah yeah um it was so embarrassing all right like everyone okay well and Kelly was like yeah Zach was feeling really bad and I'm like no shit I would too like I'm sure everybody was up as uh or down as I don't know yeah I I I don't know yeah, and I mean, driving when you're that tired really isn't safe. No, that's <laughs> my point. I'm like, that's why I'm like, I don't think Zach should be at fault. No. He shouldn't be held accountable. Yeah. But anyway, they pull out or they pull over and they're all standing around talking about it. And people are like, oh, we're not going to get to Big Sandy, like making Zach feel even worse. Mm-hmm. And Nathan is like, well, everyone's standing around. We got to talk about it, you know, for 20 minutes, talk about how scary it was. But I'm the only one that's like, hey, this can get fixed, which is actually also like me being like, okay, like, how can we let's just expedite this? 
Like, let's go. But their solution was kind of just nothing is leaking. So let's just see how far we get. Right. So, of course, they also have, well, I mean, maybe, I guess since they have a car or a trailer, this kind of makes sense. But they have a hook. A hook? I don't know if I'm saying. They have like a chain that they mm-hmm. hook to the bumper, which is because the bumper's kind of crushed into the grill mm-hmm. and the tire and touching the tire. So the tire can't roll because it's touching it. So Nathan is like, let's hook the chain to the bumper. And then they drive the bus and the bus pulls the bumper out a little bit. So it's still kind of crumbled, but it's drivable. Like they're yeah. able to do their turn radius and like <laughs> again they said like nothing is leaking so let's just see how far we can get yeah which and I can't hate because I would I be the one that's like get me on the road like I can't I have no patience yeah I mean I'm, I, f- I felt bad for him I'm sure he was like very shaken up and oh yeah oh you know, yeah he was crashing into his family but mm-hmm. at least the reaction was nice like the yeah. parents anyway they were like it's okay like they were hugging him and stuff the sisters were just like this is embarrassing <laughs> Well, yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. But luckily it all worked out and they were able to drive to a hotel. Yeah. And I I think it was Nashville. I'm assuming they were, you know, because, well, it was already nighttime anyway when they left. So I don't know what time it was, but they made it to Nashville. At some ungodly hour. Uh Uh-huh. And they all got out. And also, so when they get back on the road, it cuts to like Kelly and Michael are like powwowing in the bus, riding down where everyone's going to sleep at the hotel. And I was like, this is just, this is so me (laughs) organizing everything and writing every single thing down and trying to like put everybody in it. I don't know why it's not me, but it is me. I kind of would. I like to know the plan. Right. Like that's me. Like I like to plan and I like to be in charge of the plan. I don't have to be in charge of it. I just want to know what it is. That too. If we're just going into it without a plan, I'm going to, then I'll take over and be in charge of it. Mm -hmm. But Michael is like really into being the third parent. And Again, like, like she likes it's her it. choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, like these little kids will go with mom and dad and the older girls and the older boys and I'll take the remaining younger kids. And like, we did that based on who needs to be with who and who does well with who. So she, I know, if I were one of the other older girls, I would have felt kind of lazy. Like, I know, but I, but, I mean, she's got it handled. Those are her she children. Does. She does. I kind of felt bad. Like she, do- she doesn't get that like older sister time with her other ones but she I guess she doesn't want it she wants she wants to to be a parent yeah she's the like shocking personality type that you would like be gossiping and she just genuinely wouldn't care whereas I would need to be in the I would have to know every single detail (laughs) or else I would feel very left out but that's I think her thing is she's just so chill she is Mm -hmm. so they're in the hotel and they show like Kelly I maybe Gil was filming because they didn't have him but um Kelly was in the bed with like Judson and I think Warden and then some of the other boys were already asleep in the other bed and one of them was asleep at the foot of the bed again like a dog yep <laughs> and um she's like sitting with J- uh, Judson and he's probably like he probably had been sleeping in the in the truck and now he's like all right let's let's roll people yeah so he's like being cute and babbling and she's like okay blow a kiss and then he turns and he, he gives Ward a kiss on and it's just so sweet so it was so cute because it's just like over Michelle's dead body would she let that happen <laughs> like maybe not, just, like, but curled up in the bed with her mom yeah it was really mm-hmm. sweet yeah and she's taking care of them 
I noticed too the toddler's car seats looked a lot more comfortable than the Duggar's car seats. They like oh yeah, and um, one of them was in a very comfy car seat. Kind of looked like a dentist chair almost. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. what those seats look like. Yeah, dentist chairs are super comfortable, but mm-hmm. it kind of looked like that because it was like shaped to his body. But he was like strapped in there at the pacifier, just so comfortably passed out. Yeah, and they're again they're sleeping in the clothes that they wore in the bus they didn't change to pajamas which again not judging but then why did michael need all the hotel clothes and maybe it was for the ride back maybe and they must have gotten on the road early because they were seemingly i mean it was spring so that it didn't get super dark that quick but they were there at daylight so yeah. i mean they were probably there like five or six six or seven i don't know but anyway they're like we we're about to big sandy and we get a call from jim bob duggar saying we got your dinner come over and hang with us like Definition of buying your friendships. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, that is very exactly. nice for a big family to not have to worry about dinner, but still. Yeah. And then you hear jo- Jim Bob's voice, like nails on a chalkboard. It's like, hey, guys, look who's here. Uh, hey, hey, brother Gil. Hey, brother Gil. And then he Gil truly thinks that he is the master of ceremonies. Oh, yeah. And then Gil's like, I knew it was you because when we pulled into the primitive section. I know. That makes no sense. I think he was trying to like compare their family to a bunch of apes or something. No, primitive like church. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Because it's like, what aren't you all primitive? I don't know. Oh, uh, I thought he I thought he was like trying to make a joke. Like you guys haven't well, he... yet. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> but they don't believe in that anyway. So I don't know. But again, it's like his jokes go right over my head. I don't I don't think he knew what he was talking about. No. But, but... they think each other are really funny, so that's all that matters. Oh yeah. So they pile out. It's like kind of like a tailgate, but not. Yeah, it kind of is. Like, all tents set up. Yeah, and the folding chairs and Mm -hmm. hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah, they show, like, some of the... Oh, for first of all, before Kelly's even off the bus, Jill is holding Jeb. Yeah, I was like, what baby is it? Is she already Uh, holding a Bates baby? Yeah, it was. It was Jeb. Oh, my gosh. And Kelly's obviously hanging off Michael's, you know, body. And it was just so funny how, like, they were literally exiting the bus and Jill's just standing there with Jeb. Yeah. But um, Carlin and Joy like immediately flock together. Yeah, they do. Um, they do because they're both kind of like the in-between girls. Yeah. Like, it is so the wild how nice. well the families line up. Yeah. Like gender wise. Like everybody also, really does have a friend. Yeah. Because they each had boy, girl, boy, girl for a while and then girl, girl, girl and then boy, 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 girl. Boy, 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 girl, girl, girl. Like they both had that. Yeah. Uh, Josie was like two though, so they haven't they haven't had a baby in a while. So that must have been right. Like, was like, oh, baby. That's true. I haven't held, haven't held a baby in a minute. That's true. And also in this episode, um, I didn't see Josh and Anna. I thought I saw Anna in the background eating at a like, picnic table, but I don't think it was her. Yeah, I didn't see Anna. Josh was there though. Mm-hmm. So I wonder where she was. Anyway, the food looked horrible. It did. It looked like hockey pucks. I know. <laughs> terrible. It looked terrible. And you can see, again, a difference is Michelle and Jim Bob are sitting by themselves and Kelly's there. And w- I mean, with Kelly and Gil, but Kelly's making herself useful and helping to feed her child. Right. And like Michelle toddlers. never does that. No, the Duggar toddlers are just with their sisters. Literally, it's like they have kids the same age. They're just I not mean, there. You can tell too, like Michelle wasn't even looking around 
like you know how like when you're in charge of toddlers or kids you're just like kind of, kind of constantly counting yeah like, she was just so focused on her conversation and and then- eating that hard ass burger patty yeah just the single charred patty alone Ugh, terrible that she probably took like two bites of right that's part of the iblp too is like the women have to stay thin have to mm-hmm. and it's impressive but it's also you, like you also have to have as many kids as you can right so like it's also just the fact that they're probably stressed all the time and ha- don't have time to eat well michelle does but uh Kelly doesn't. Yeah. So it like cuts to the next day and they're all in kind of like uniform outfits. And I just wonder like, do they have to buy those? Or like some of the girls have t-shirts, you know, for like whatever they do. I'm sure they do because that would be way too many to just like give out for free. They must. But then again, it's just like, you know, every level has a different uniform. Yeah. So there's Children's Institute, which is like Sunday school for like the kids. Yeah, where they memorize some shorter versions of scripture. It just looks like the part of Sunday school that I never liked, which was when you had to go to chapel and like sing. Yeah. You didn't want to sit there for like 30 minutes. They looked like they were having fun though, but that might have just been because they finally get to see friends for the first time. Yeah. But um, the kids didn't have uniforms, the adults did. Yeah. And then they go to. I think Aaron's explaining all this. Is it Aaron or somebody else? Aaron. Yeah, and she says then there's there's Children's Institute and then there's Pre-Excel, which was it's like home ec, I guess, but it's home ec for like 10 to 15 year olds. I saw one of them like cutting like a it looked like a poster or something. Like yeah. Like in the lace. Yeah, maybe like a doily. Yeah. But I'm like, honestly, I would like that. <laughs> if I could learn to sew, yeah. I, I would love to learn to sew. Yeah, that would be like, fun. Cl- clearly that pays off. Yeah. But also it was just like the fact that they're in like, not home ec, but a homemaking style class was just like, I can just feel all our ancestors <laughs> just rolling over in their graves. Yes. Like we did not fight for your right to vote for you to do this but no <laughs> but it's also like they're learning a really valuable skill yeah and like I, I kind of wish I learned it, a little bit more of that in school but and also if like if I were to have to choose a thing to if I could choose what I was going to do that week if I were there I would choose probably that one yeah then I wouldn't be with like the really annoying little kids and then I wouldn't because then there's like orchestra because mm-hmm. I remember the Duggars when they had their episode about this they said a lot of the girls did orchestra oh, okay and that's another boring thing yeah. to me. And then, of course, the boys had alert. Rock climbing. I don't know why they look forward to alert so much. I don't. I'm like, what do you even do? That, you know, it just sounds like some kind of military camp that sounds awful. Like okay. church and military. Well, no offense, but to me, I'm like, oh, it just sounds exhausting. In a I mean, not I a get, good way. Yeah. I mean, I get why people would want to be in the military, but I, I also, like, why are you, like, looking forward to it? Like, it's a big party. Well, because they're boys and they have to prove their manhood. Did well, and say- I think for little boys, like, yeah, that's exciting. But also, I was like, I'm so terrified of any man that runs this activity. Don't let them around me. I don't want to be around them. Did you see Austin doing a one-handed push-up with a kid? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. So then they're like, we also have time. At the end of the day, everybody would come to our, I guess they called it a dorm. It looked like an office. Yeah. Um, it literally did. 
I guess it was like the Bates's dorm because the Duggars obviously have their buses and RVs and stuff that they can park. But I think there's also the option of having a dorm and it's inside. So, of course, everybody goes there at night to hang out and play cards and instruments. And honestly, I'm not lying. It looks really, I feel like it doesn't look fun, obviously, but like, that's like the fun, you know, at camp at night when you're doing your activity and everybody gets to hang out and it's so much fun and everybody's, you know, just talking about the day and just hanging out. That probably would be really fun, minus the fact that everyone's parents were there. Well, and that's when you get to see all the cute boys. Yeah. Again, like, this is so, I mean, it's literally, it's family camp, but this is how camp is. It's like the boys do their boy activities during the day with their boy cabins. And then at at night, you know, everybody collects, gets together and does the night activity. And their night activity is sitting in their dorm and chatting. Mm -hmm. But there were so many people. Or yeah, so because like I mean yeah you're with all your friends and you're all in one place joking and having a good time and just the up. fact though that everyone's parents were also there yeah but like what's the difference uh, yeah I guess they're like, not worried you know they're not paying they? attention to them yeah I guess like what would their conversations be any different if the parents weren't there probably not mm-hmm. they don't really have much to talk about no I wonder though if um at this point already, Joy was like into Austin yet. I wondered that too, because I had not, I didn't expect to see him, but yeah. So I was like thinking, I was like, I wonder, I pretty much knew that Alyssa's husband, John, was in the IBLP, but I wasn't completely sure. And then I was looking for the Bates performance because they don't show this performance. And um, I didn't find it, but randomly found a video of him speaking. I forgot to include that by him, I mean John's father, Daniel Webster. At one of the conferences, so. Okay, so he was there. Yeah. And they were, I guess, already talking by this point, because someone asked, like, is this a good place to meet boys? And she got all giggly. And was Oh, well, like, that was Aaron. Oh, that was Aaron? Yeah, I'm talking about Alyssa's husband. I thought, yeah, Alyssa was too. It was like, well, what did everyone else say? She, she's like, what all the other people say? I'm like, you mean your family? Like, yeah. Yeah, so I wonder I wonder if they were already talking. Maybe, but um, Aaron and Chad definitely were. Yeah. For sure. Every, every time Aaron talked about boys, it would like pan over to his face, yeah. like foreshadowing. Very obviously. At the time, it just went way over our heads. The first time I saw that after she had been married to him, I literally jumped out of my chair. <laughs> like I was like oh how and nobody says like nobody talks about this I know it's just so glaringly obvious I love too how whenever they talked about meeting boys and stuff they never showed the Duggars they never brought up like Duggar because they're probably yeah. like no no we're good yeah okay. oh you said Alyssa might have had eyes for Chad's little brother yeah That's so in like one of those scenes it looks like him and like Chad and his brother, I forget his name, like Philip or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but um, his brother were like walking in and uh, Aaron, obviously, this is when I was like, oh, they were talking because it seems like Aaron and Chad kind of go off. And then the guy, like the brother's still there and Aaron, and Alyssa was standing there. So I was like, I wonder if they had, they were also trying to like, you know, test stuff out, but whatever. I don't know. They were probably each other's. Uh, chaperones among the hundred people in that little waiting room I wonder if it happens a lot in these kinds of families where oh I'm sure siblings marry siblings marry siblings um wasn't there like a double wedding for somebody oh was there I forget what family it was 
but maybe they weren't siblings all around. Maybe it was just two siblings oh, okay. and, and their spouses. I can't remember though. Because I remember them saying at one point, like, or the Duggars were saying, like, the Bates are our close friends and their kids are our ages. So, like, we wouldn't be surprised if a few of us ended up marrying them. And I was like, a few? Like, yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot. One. Yeah. Those poor kids are, that's like always the question. They're all, you can tell they're just waiting for it to be like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're all kind of matched up already. So, who knows? Down the line. Oh, yeah, when they're all sitting in that, like, jam sesh that they call it, they kind of pan around everybody talking and show all, like, the kind of, like, little groups of people that are chatting. And they show Josh, like, sitting, and he looks bored as fuck, like, trying to find anything to, you know, any way to not have to go back to wherever his kids and Anna are. Like, bless her heart, but not really. Oh, did you see that I sent, I don't know if I sent it, but there was a TikTok of... I think Mrs. Kickstein put it up and it was, I think, Jess's wedding and it shows Josh kind of like coming in and Jim Bob being like, hey, glad you made it. And he's like, yeah. Uh, And then it's like his talking head and Josh is like, Anna and the kids, or we were all going to go up together. But then Anna and the kids ended up going up a couple days earlier because I had a business meeting. Mm. And everyone's like, yeah, business meeting. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. That's gross, but yes, it was a very interesting, like, it's just, again, one of those things you watch it now and you're like, huh-huh. Yeah. He never really seemed too interested in his kids. Oh, no. So when they're all hanging out, again, Kelly gives a guy a front hug. Yeah. A guy that's not her husband. I, I think. No. Yeah. I think it's just a Duggar thing that, like, it's not even an IBLP thing. It's just a Duggar family thing, the side hug. Yeah, you're right, because I remember when Michael's talking about Brandon, she was like, I hug him, even when they weren't yeah. even engaged, they were just courting. She's like, I'm not going to hug any, hug you any different than I hug anyone at church. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I think, because obviously they're Southern and mm-hmm. hospitable. Yeah, Kelly's like, Kelly has said, like, I'm a hugger, I'm affectionate, I'm a touchy-feely person. Yeah. I don't know if Michelle just is not a touchy-feely person or if it's Jim Bob being like boundaries, rules, hyper. Well, I think sex. Mm. they don't kiss, remember, because he's got bad halitosis oh, yeah. and she doesn't like it. But yeah, I guess she's really not. Even her own kids, like she doesn't really like embrace them too. I don't know. No, they, they side hug. They, they side hug their own kids. Yeah. And she greets them in a way that's like formal. So she's like, great to see y'all. Yeah. She's a mystery. We need to study her. We do. Also, Uh Kelly describes the dating rules. And it was like, you're just describing abstinence. Yeah. Because they say, we're moving away from courtship to dating with a purpose. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's just abstinence. Yeah. Like, you don't date anyone that you don't intend to marry. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. How would you know when you're, like, first few dates? How would you know? Whether you intend to marry them or not. When you know, you know. I don't know. Anyway, they ask the girls, like, what they look for in a guy. And they're like, I think my dad's kind of cool. I'd love to marry a guy like my dad. I'm like, my, I have the best that. dad in the world. And I love him so much. And he, and I obviously think and know he is the greatest dad ever. But I don't want to marry him. Hell no. No. It's, and it's I don't want, I don't want to marry somebody that reminds me of him. 
that's another thing that Bill Gothard preaches is like, you want to, you know, about the umbrella of authority, like yeah, goes from your dad to your husband. So you, you want your umbrella of authority to kind of remain constant. Right. So therefore you want to marry someone very similar to your dad and all the girls are like oh okay like writing this down like good idea marry someone who's like dad and you know or you could just not have an umbrella of authority or you could just not have an umbrella of authority but the Duggar boys are also like and we want to marry someone who's just like mom yeah like distant and cold right (laughs) and uh, and like clearly yearning for her teenage years when she used to have fun and before she knew her your father but they don't know that side of her all they know is like the the sweet talking like I think I'm in labor (sighs) so that's that's all they want Mm -hmm. because that's all I know it's so gross like the clear similarities between all the Duggar wives versus like the Duggar husbands the Duggar husbands are like I mean they're not great but (sighs) they're different yep weird yeah I agree like my dad's cool, but I, I, I was never like, I want to marry someone like him. No. No. I mean, certain qualities. Like, I want them to be smart and nice and stuff, but I wasn't thinking about him. So anyway, the next thing, it's the morning of they are going to do this big performance for the conference. What? There's, yeah, they're getting, they always act like they, they never have any time. Right. Like, right. We didn't have any time to get ready for this. We didn't have any time to practice. They always like, act like that. In my notes, I'm like, do you not fucking live in the same house? Is there not like you guys, all you guys talk about is how late you guys stay up and how close everybody is and <laughs> everybody lives. I mean, I understand having different activities and hobbies and lives, but like you guys all live in the same house. There's not mm-hmm. any time for you to just, or just even for a few of you. and the dollywood show too they they acted like like they called them up and they wanted them on stage that very second we didn't have any time to prepare and you can tell they're not lying they're not just like (laughs) oh we couldn't prepare like no they're not because they're all talking over each other i will say they sound very smart because there's thrown around like you gotta hold out the sea and you gotta you know don't be flat stuff like that Mm -hmm. um musical knowledge oh my god my mom just sent me this She's at Costco. Mm-hmm. This woman in a gown. This is in the parking lot of Costco. That's like a wedding dress, though. No, it's like probably prom. Oh, uh, I mean, she looks beautiful. The girl does, but like, why are you in the Costco parking lot? But anyway, God knows when they get asked to do this. But they've had a lot of time. Really they different. act like they all they live in different countries. I know. And never played. They act, also act like they've never played together. Like they don't do this. For like they're volunteering, like I think I don't know if, if even like the show is like, all right, we gotta make it look like you're unprepared because it's like chaotic, and then you do a beautiful performance. But that's what I'm saying. It's like so me on that. I know. Like they're so you, it, they're so absolutely genuinely unprepared. And they they had a whole like day long bus ride too. They could have. That's what, exactly. It doesn't matter if you're all together. Just practice what you need to practice, and then you're going to sound good. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it drives I'm, me nuts. I'm, like, in charge of our school's drama club this year, Aww. and we're, we're putting on a play. Our play. We've been practicing since 
August and our play is coming up. It's an hour long play. What's it's, it called? Uh, it's Matilda the Musical. Oh. And I just saw one. I saw the Junie B. Jones musical on Wednesday oh. at a middle school. This one's going to, I mean, hopefully it'll be cute because they're little kids. But yeah. I mean, like I said, we've been practicing since August and they even are mic'd where the music teacher can say their notes into the, or can say their lines into the mic. That's and cool. even, even with that, they get up on that, on the stage and they don't know which way is up. They're well, so they're confused, kids. I guess, but I, but I understand <laughs> my patience is very thin with them all right now. I understand. It'd be a disaster. Anyway. Oh my God. That's so cute. That's my dream. <laughs> well, sort of not really. Uh, it's fun to like help them learn lines and it's really yeah. fun to hear them sing because some of them actually are really good singers. It's just the mechanics of it all, like the yeah. set changes and the costume changes and they'll show up without their costume and they'll come ask you a question in the middle of you're trying to like conduct or do a set change. It's a hot mess. I get that. Kind of like this. This <laughs> But then we, we don't get to see the performance, so we don't know. Right. No, they the don't. But any, bad. Yeah. So they're in their little dorm house, doctor's office. And what was on Michael's finger? Is that like something to do with instruments? I guess not because she didn't play an instrument because she, spoiler alert, held two babies the entire time. <laughs> I, so, don't I don't know. It just looked like a, it looked like a, um, one of those like sport utility sport utility like a sport ring that people wear instead of a real ring yeah maybe it's like but it guitar. was like higher up on her finger maybe it's for a guitar maybe more notes but or something. yeah also kelly comes out in her curlers and aaron is freaking the fuck out she's like my thing and it's like but it, who cares but also like her curlers are so loose <laughs> and just they are not like what do you think they're doing really what are they doing? Know. Nothing. They're holding nothing. She and I was like, can that. somebody help her? <laughs> Not Aaron. Not Aaron. Just anybody else. No, she doesn't know that, though. She doesn't no, know. No, she doesn't care. But it was cute because Aaron was freaking out. She's like, I can't say it. She's like, I, like, I got to get something. Also, there was a kid when they were practicing and like everybody was arguing and talking over each other. There was like one of the little boys went to the snack table because they mm-hmm. had like a snack table and like sprayed some cheese was on a cracker. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's that's me. That's relatable. Yeah, that's what I would do too. <laughs> I hate cheese whiz. That's disgusting. But he seemed to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So then they're backstage at the conference because they're about to go on. And they're all lining up and talking about, you know, we're excited for the performance and la la la. And hopefully it goes well. And they go up on stage. And as they're all walking up on stage, you see the fabulous David Waller. Mm-hmm. Pecan thief. Mm-hmm. Of, not of pecan. He is pecan. Yes. Or pecan, which I still I still have never had the time or care to go read that story, but it's um, funny to me. Pecan Gate was. <laughs> yeah, Pecan Gate. <laughs> Basically, um, he and his wife, like, illegally. His uh, wife, Priscilla, Priscilla. Teller, sister of Anna Duggar. Sorry. The Jill yes. PM and me just jumped out. <laughs> They, um, they like took the pecans out of their environment when they shouldn't have so that they, to like sell them to. Sorry, that's not funny. Cause I mean, ecologically not funny, but that is funny. And they like almost got arrested, right? Yeah. It, it wasn't just like a, 
against the property rule. It was like a law. That's like they funny. messed with the ecosystem. That's funny though. <laughs> so they funny. would. I know. I know. They're so lame. Pecans. I know. Like they're not even dumb enough to, it's not like, well, I was going to say, it's not like they took baby turtles away from the beach. Yeah. That's the only thing I can compare it to is when people help the baby turtles get to wherever they're going, you know, yeah. when they hatch. It's I'm the surprised same. though that David Waller wasn't like on Josh's side this whole time. He was. Yeah, he was. Remember? No, no, like, I mean, I mean, at, at Big Saint, like, like, oh, it, like, like with him. Yeah. Cause, I, it, yeah, yeah. No, well, she, he was still in his honeymoon phase, I'm sure, because again, I know too much. This was like only like two ish months after he and Priscilla got married. Oh, wow. Mm hmm. So yeah, every, every time I see, then there was an, a whole episode where they go visit Priscilla and David and David and Josh are like wrestling like pigs in the mud. Of course they it were. It was really uncomfortable. Because Josh has to prove his masculinity and David has to get a boner. I don't know. It, yeah, that's what it seemed like. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I could think about when I saw David Waller. The fabulous David Waller, TFGW. I miss those days of snarkdom. I know. I still follow him and Priscilla on like Instagram and well, obviously Instagram, but you, I think YouTube. Yeah. Every once in a while, they'll post like a 30 second video of being like, we're standing in a Chick-fil-A parking lot and we are in love. Oh, their big thing is like, this is our 268th month of marriage. Like something like that. You know how they used to do that? Counting the months. Yeah. They'd be like, when they first got married, it was like, we've been married for 67 days. Just like stupid shit. And it's like, uh, okay. And and you know what? That's great. You found each other and that's all that matters. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Found each other and found some pecans. (laughs) But he was on one. Well, not on one, but he was like lights, camera, action. When the kids were going on stage, he was like, smile big. Yeah. He was like a pageant mom. David Waller would be a really good pageant mom. Oh man, could you imagine the crossover toddlers and tiaras <gasps> between David Waller, Davia, 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 mm-hmm. and oh, his kids have the worst names. Well, Davia is not that bad. I I don't mind. I don't like because it's like literally David with a female, but I like the name. But then Destiny and Deborah is just that's just mean. Deborah, Ugh. Deborah. It- there's a two-year-old walking around in 2023 named Deborah. <laughs> Maybe she and Spurgeon can get Gideon. Gideon. No, it's like because old man names are back. Like that's fine, but like, not even that. It's like that's not even old woman name. That's just a name that needs to stay done. Yes, it was never cute. So Very anyway, cute. they're backstage. Michael's fighting for her fucking life with Callie hanging off of her, and she's holding Jeb. And miraculously, he stays asleep this entire time. And they go up on stage and um, do their thing. And then they come back. And, oh, they didn't show it, which was complete bullshit. But anyway, they get down and Alyssa's explaining everything. And she's like, we pulled it off by the nails of our teeth. By the nails of our teeth. Bitch, if you don't know the saying, don't say it. <laughs> you know. She was annoying me this episode because I kept making her narrate and she's not a good narrator. She'd be like, and then we went on stage and we were really nervous because we were on stage and we weren't practiced. Yeah. Like we nobody else could have done good. this. 
And what did everybody else say? Yeah. Yeah. What did all the other people say? Yeah. Alyssa didn't. I know she doesn't really like the cameras. Well, she acts like she doesn't. And then she's really eating it up. Yeah. Now. But I was like, how the hell did Jeb sleep through that? Because, you know, it was just a lot of like off key shit. He's probably really, really used to sleeping in loud environments. That's true. Then, I, yeah, that hit me a couple minutes later. I was like, oh, duh. <laughs> and I was like, of course, Michael held him the whole time. But I think, like, once the kids had gotten off, I think Kelly and Gil had stayed to talk. I know they showed a lot of Gil's speech. Yeah. Um, But I think she had been up there, too. So after that, Gil has to give a speech. He's so nervous about it. And he's always really nervous about it. No matter how many people are in the audience, he's so nervous about it. And he does a fine job. Like if I were in yeah. church and he was the one speaking, like I wouldn't fall asleep. But yeah. um, I have to play this clip because I don't know why, but it was just so funny to me because he's tr- like, we always say like, he's such a drama queen. Yeah. He's so emotional. And um, here's a clip of him, I guess, giving his speech. We got married and my mom and dad asked that? the question, you know, yeah. what are you going to do about, uh, you know, about, about not having kids? I said, well, you know, we've been praying. We think we're just going to trust God. <clears throat> now, son, you'll have 20 kids. You don't know what happened. Just that. Uh, trust God. Uh, you're just going to uh, trust God. <laughs> uh, like he was choking at out. Oh, he's so emotional. I love it. You know? Like yeah, that he, is, he is a decent speaker and he is. And I mean, like in a good way, like it's not embarrassing or anything. I just love how he always cries, like especially in the new series. Like it's sweet. Like whenever he talks about his kids, he gets choked up every single time. You know, but I was also just cracking up that he couldn't get through that speech. And like he would strain to the microphone, <clears throat> like trying yeah. to clear his throat. I'm like, we can hear this. But it just cracked me up. Also, I have a really funny clip from earlier in the episode. Not earlier. No, this was when they're all lined up and Zach and Nathan are kind of talking about how chaotic it was. And this was the moment years ago when I was like, oh, Zach's kind of funny. Like, he's kind of got a little bit of a comedian going. All those kids are running everywhere. And where's Warden? He was like doing an impression of Gil being like, where's Warden? Like everyone's scrambling around but I don't know why but that made me laugh when I first watched it that's so funny. I was like that's just so relatable yeah Zach is kind of funny he he really is there's other times and I'll mm-hmm. if we ever when we come across them I'll point him out but yeah he is genuinely really funny he yeah. can be I mean he's no like comedian but he's very witty and not in like a funny way but like in like a genuine guy way yeah I do wish, like, they would have showed the performance. I wanted to see it. I know. That is such bullshit. Like, we're going to talk about it for 15 minutes, and you're not going to show us? Especially you talked about how hard or how much you didn't practice. I wonder if it was just that bad that they were, like... You made us go through an emotional roller coaster. (laughs) I wonder if it really was that bad, and Aaron was like, please, like, I'm begging you, please don't show it. Yeah. Well, maybe it's royalties, but it's a him, like... Mm-hmm. usually church stuff people don't care you know it's it, it usually it's pretty royalty free unless like maybe it was a song that zach wrote or something or that lawson wrote and so they had to maybe be careful about it who knows I, I also wonder how jealous jim bob was that the bates family was up there performing and not his so fucking jealous <laughs> he, he was, was probably seething. just like that's seething. because 
obviously because that night or whatever, like the last night when they're all hanging out doing their jam session, Jim Bob walks in, hey, let the party begin. Like, yeah, get the fuck outside. Now that Jim Bob's here. Nothing is less attractive than when Jim Bob waltzes into a party. (laughs) With his arms out. Mm -hmm. When he's, hey, Hey, let's get the party started. Hey. Yeah. Hey, how y'all doing? Mm. Like no. Kills kills the party. Kills the party. Just like the vibe just <laughs> plummets. Yep. Oh my gosh. So like, yeah. So that's basically that's how it ends. It's like Jim Bob's here. Can't get any better. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He really killed the mood. He did. So yeah, that was Duggars and Bates reunion. Emily, what'd you learn? Hmm. I learned that. It's always fun to play Find the Fundy or Spot the Fundy at these events. Yeah, it is. And just this how one connect- was a good one too. Yeah, like just how connected Very everyone fruitful. everyone really was like such a long time ago. Like Austin, the Kellers, you know, the Chads and the Websters. Like it's it's interesting to see how connected everyone was such a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I guess I learned just how many of these families go to this and yeah what'd you learn um I learned I didn't learn but when I first watched this a couple years ago when they were like do you think you're gonna meet your husband there and Tori's like uh no one thinks they're gonna meet their mate like (laughs) like their dogs (laughs) like their wolves or something it cracks me up but Aaron is like hiding behind a pillow she's just so you know embarrassed she's so shy and um, then she goes, I'm not going to say anything because that's incriminating. And at the time I was like, it just the way she said it, it didn't sound like she was using it right. However, she was using the word incriminating right. So I learned, I didn't learn, I already, already knew, but I more or less learned the definition of incriminating. <laughs> not that I didn't know before, I just didn't. Yeah, because sometimes sometimes the way they do say things, it sounds like they're not using it right. I mean, first of all, after someone said, by the nails of our teeth I was like well can we trust anything they say right like that that brings the that brings the ed- education medium real like or the IQ level down I said something like that not too long ago um I combined two phrases um instead of like walking on eggshells or skating on thin ice I said skating on thin eggshells oh but I kind of meant it because it was like extra thin. It was like, yeah, like the ice was so thin, it might have as well have been eggshells and then you're skating on them, not just walking on them. Yeah, I will say harder. I'll admit it took me a while to understand the um, you can cut the tension with a knife because in my mind, I'm like, if the tension was thick, then you wouldn't be able to cut it. But it's more like the tension is so thick that there's something to cut. But in my mind, I'm like, if it's that thick, then how do you cut it? Like, I thought that's what. Yeah, because they say like butter knife too. I'm like, well, that, well, right. That but it's supposed to be, there's, it's so manifestedly <laughs> physical that you can Got cut it. it. That makes yes. more sense now. Thank you for explaining mm-hmm. that to me because I didn't know. Uh, you know, anytime. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much I learned how to properly use the word incriminating. I also learned that Alyssa should not lead a TV show. No. And... Um, it is fun to watch this years later mm-hmm. and see like, oh yeah, like she, like Aaron and Chad had kind of, you could tell they'd kind of been set up. Yeah. 
Like that must have been because they always say they met at like a Valentine's dance. Well, banquet. Sorry, not dance. They don't dance. Uh, but um, they met at, like a Valentine's party. I don't know. And this must have been like months after. So that's probably why they were like. Uh, I see. Uh-huh. And why she didn't want to be incriminating. They're a good match because they're like the same person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are a good match as far yeah. as I know. I need to watch, I keep watching some of the old Bates episodes because without their show, like, Chad has no meaning to me. And Like, Aaron and Chad are boring. Yeah, kind of. Sorry, remember when they were exciting, but now they're not. Anyway, so yeah, that was the episode. What episode do you want to do next? So we wanted to do, obviously, the next episode, which is um, it's the seventh episode overall because... I think two episodes are unavailable and so far we haven't found a ways to a way to watch them so we're going to be doing episode seven um I think it's like kids in training or something oh the homeschool one yeah Yeah. and then um I really it's I'm so sad because I really wanted to do the one the last one of the series because that's where the Payne family comes to their house to visit oh and that is more obvious Aaron and Chad tidbits but again until we find a way to watch those somehow we're not going to be able to do them so yeah next week is probably going to be our last united Bates of america episode which is sad but i really enjoyed watching these me too but i'll be also it'll be fun to kind of pivot to something else we haven't really decided what we're going to do yet but it'll be really interesting so if you have any suggestions or Anything you want us to cover, let us know. We're on Instagram at Raised on Reality Pod and TikTok at Raised on Reality Pod. Yeah, and leave us a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify and let us know what you'd like us to cover. And if you want to support us, just listen to old episodes and follow us on Instagram. I don't know why I said that again, but like, you know, and if you have any suggestions on like things that we should take into consideration please let us know because we are very open to any suggestions um any critiques yep we want to connect with our our 50 followers <laughs> yeah exactly hopefully 50 all right so i guess that's that bye bye in this house